everyone, and welcome back to episode 44 of the Simply One Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we've got the show for you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yes. Correct. Yes. I, uh, I went to uh, a comic book store because we got to talk. And, yeah. And uh, we're talking about how... Um, we wanted to do another comic, but and I, I got to thinking, I was like, well, I don't want to do a comic that's like Star Wars or Marvel right, or anything right. like that. I want to, I want, you know, just a good comic. Mm-hmm. And apparently... You want to branch out. Yeah, Keanu Reeves made this comic called yes. Berserker. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to, I'm going to try to maybe poke around, try, try to find, find one. That. Yeah, cause, you know, I think there's like 10 or something out so far. And mm-hmm. the place that I went didn't have the first one. And I yeah. Was like, oh, well. Yeah, he made Berserker. Um... But it's an adapt, or it's like an adaptation of something, or it's like the guy was telling me, yeah, it's something. <clears throat> but I don't remember what. Maybe a manga or an anime. It was, I don't some, it was. I think it was something to do with still like Berserk. Oh okay, I'm but not like sure. his is called Berserker. Yeah, um, but I don't know. If you know, definitely indulge me at simply one whale back at gmail dot com. Boom. Easy study. Throwing <laughs> it in right in the beginning. Shit, getting them right up front. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> you need to chill out. <laughs> You're high on the the spaghetti, <laughs> dude. Not million dollar spaghetti. Yeah, something different. If you guys don't listen to a couple of creeps, go give her some love and just only comment. Give us the million dollar spaghetti recipe. Million dollar spaghetti recipe. Like don't 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 email her anything about her podcast. Just email her. Hey, how do you make this million dollar spaghetti? Yeah. How do you do it? <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm ready. All right. So this week, uh, we really, honestly, I'm surprised. It's been, this will basically be two full weeks that we haven't curated news, mm-hmm. right? Wasn't much missed, honestly, which mm-hmm. I didn't figure there would be. Well, you know, it's going through the holidays. holiday season has kind of slowed down. I figure next week we'll probably start getting some more news coming out. Um, but we did get to watch Glass Onion. Yes. On the Netflix, which I believe it's still, yeah, it was still currently the number one movie on Netflix, at least in America. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I was really looking forward to this movie, so I was excited to get to actually watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow up to Knives Out, which was a one I totally slept on. Caught it on like Amazon for free, mm-hmm. you know. I was like just part mm-hmm. of the Prime, and was like, yo, <laughs> like more, I, more than I watched it on a whim. And we were like sat at the edge of our seats, literally like at the end of these, like, giving us, you know, his mm-hmm. revelations, you know. And you're like, oh, you're listening to him, you know, talking about the hole at the center of this donut, you know. But then if you look closer, there's another hole in that donut hole, you know. You're like, what is he talking about? But you just he's pulling me along, it. yeah. And so I was like, yeah, we were smitten with with uh, with Benoit Blanc, and uh, I was definitely excited to see the follow up. Uh, I think Ryan Johnson. You know, say what you will about Ryan Johnson making a Star Wars movie, but by God, he makes this shit out of a, a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing is, like, you can just, I feel like, keep doing them. Oh, yeah. You know, just yeah, make it a good Yeah, because this is mystery. unrelated to Knives yeah. Out. Yeah, no, no. Other yeah. than that, it, it's, it's Benoit Blanc. Yeah, it's just, you know, he's a detective that's yeah. on that case. You could just do a bunch of his cases that he's right. done in yeah, the, it's, know, his life. Yeah, it is like a murder mystery novel series, yeah. you know. Yeah. These are just the several adventures of Benoit Blanc, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so much so that apparently this is un- like we're not getting in the news yet. The little bit that I do have, um, apparently Ryan Johnson like kind of and I, I disagree with him on this one, but I see what he's coming from. He didn't even want Knives Out in the title of the movie because mm. it's officially like Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. Okay, which I get from like a marketing standpoint. Sure, yeah, you definitely need to put Knives Out in the title so people go, "Oh yeah, Knives Out." I, yeah. I, I watched that or I heard that it was good or whatever. Right? Yeah. But I see where it's coming from of, like, it's not Knives Out 2. Right. You know what it's I mean? It's glass on Because it's, you know, it's not related to Knives Out. It's completely, something completely different. Yeah. Um, but I think he's got something on his hands here. Yeah. And I was telling you and Morgan when we watched it, he's already started writing three. Good. Good. And I'm pretty sure Daniel Craig is basically like, yeah, dude, I'll do. I'll do Benoit Blanc until I'm old. Mm-hmm. Like, until I'm dead. <laughs> like, I, I love playing this character. Um, I'm glad because he, he does good He playing. does a really good job, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Cut out. Yes. Cut it out. So all I've got in the news um, <clears throat> is 
a little bit of DC update, nothing major, uh, and then st- uh, a developing story mm-hmm. uh, about Jeremy R. So, yeah. uh, Black Adam is officially out of the picture for for the DCU, at least for the foreseeable future. Uh, I, I didn't write down statements or anything like that. I'm just, you know, <laughs> we can update DC once we get bulk, yeah. right, next week or the week after, hopefully. Um, but basically, yeah, they're not they're not going forward with a Black Adam uh, in the DCU, at least for now. I did hear that, um, and I, I can't remember if we talked about it or not, Yeah, but same thing with the Batman with Robert Pattinson, is they're not continuing that with the DCU? So yeah, and you kind of talked. We talked about that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Personally. Uh, yes, I know we talked about that a little bit. But it, I can't it's remember not if a, it was on here or not. They're not canceling it or anything like that. No, he's it's still just, getting he's his just own not going to be the Batman in the mainline universe. Like if they make a Justice League, it's not going to be, which I think is fair because the Batman that they give us in in the Batman doesn't really. I guess that's true. He, you know, he can't stand up next to Superman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's too much of a. It's like, how do we make the Dark Knight even more real? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, I don't see see the, him being a Justice League member. Well, I guess they still can just make separate movies, but have it not in like the universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, DC Comics has something called Elseworlds, which is basically that. Okay. I mean, and then you figure Marvel has what ifs and things like that, where sure, we sure. can have one offs where this exists. Okay. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and in in Dwayne Johnson's, uh, I think he made like an Instagram post about um, him meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran and that, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to be going forward at the moment. But he did call it like like DC's multiverse or something to that effect. Okay. So they are kind of, if he like accidentally, <laughs> either he misspoke or he's letting something out of the bag mm-hmm. uh, that they are kind of addressing a, a multiverse because you figured the Joker doesn't take place. In, right. Yeah. In, so, yeah, I think they're fine to, to do that. Okay. Uh, and then Zachary Levi, who plays Shazam, kind of responded to somebody on Twitter who was like, well, Zach, looks like you better start looking for another gig. <laughs> and he said something effective, basically like, I wouldn't be so sure about that. Like, I, I wouldn't count that out yet. And so I'm like, is is Shazam of all people going to be the one to come through all this? Uh, yeah, to hold out. But I mean, <laughs> what? I mean, I haven't I, seen any of the Shazams. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen the first one, but I understand that it was actually pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it didn't do well at the box office, but it was one of those where after the fact, people were like, damn, I slept on this because it was a DC movie, you know, when it was actually good. But then the trailers for Shazam: Fury of the Gods doesn't look looks good. Bad, yeah, yeah it looks real bad. So I'm curious if it's like, well, is it a marketing issue or yeah. is this one going to be bad? I don't know. But yeah, he he, unless he's setting himself up to get hurt, you know what I mean? Unless he's like, I wouldn't count me out yet. And then after his movie comes out, he has to make a post of like, all right, so Shazam is not going to be in the future of the DCU. All right. <laughs> Somebody just quote tweets the the, the first tweet, you know. Yeah. I want to meet you sure about that. Hey, is this still you, Zachary Levi? He's like, all, uh. right. He's like, all right, all right, <laughs> that was good. All right, so <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> Things have changed, but no. So I think that's kind of interesting People that change. he at least had the confidence. You know what I mean? Whether it's justified or not, I don't know. But it does seem to mean, like, does he know something? You know what I mean? And he's like, <laughs> he's safe for now. What does he know? So I don't know. That'd be kind of funny to me if, like, of all the characters, <laughs> Shazam's one that they're like, we can use that. <laughs> be all right. Yeah, we can right, keep Shazam. this guy. Uh, so we do have to switch gears here a little bit uh, into a more serious story uh, that is still, like, breaking news, like, developing mm-hmm. stuff that I saw late last night or this morning. That's been kind of, I've been following it all day just to see if there's any real updates. So it seems like, you know, at the time of recording, all we know is that on New Year's Day, uh, Jeremy Renner had to be life-flighted to the hospital after a weather-related snowplow accident was the way that I first encountered the the, the story, uh, and that he was in critical but uh, stable condition, which mm-hmm. basically, like a lot of medical people on the internet were talking about, that doesn't mean that he's okay, right? That means that he's not getting worse. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so it was kind of a mystery for us all day of like, oh man, like what happened? Mm-hmm. And it sounds like, um, yeah, like right before we started, we got an update that we all like sat around and kind of listened yeah, to. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Uh, Cause yeah, I mean, you don't know what, what the extent of that is. Like, mm-hmm. is he, you know, 
you know, and I don't want to speculate too much on like what the extent of the injuries and things like that, but just sure. what it sounds like at the moment is that um, there was some some sort of accident with his snowplow, or it sounds like it was his snowplow, mm-hmm. uh, and he the lower half of his body, some some extremity, potentially his leg, uh, was run over by the snowplow. Um, and, and received some serious damage, and that the major issue that he faced was blood loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because of the the state of the roads that he was actively plowing, there was some worry about being able to get to him. Uh, but they did life flight him, and I haven't heard any more update as far as, like, is he still considered critical, things like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think if it's been this long, that's a good sign that he that it's been this long we haven't heard bad news right right what is it kind of like that no news is good good news, news right yeah exactly um but so, so right now that's really all we know is that he he suffered a pretty serious injury it sounds like a, a leg was was hurt by his plow um potentially pretty pretty seriously uh and he's last we heard was in critical condition um and so hopefully you know he, he's able to you know recover as quickly as possible and, yeah. and kind of everything will kind of come together for him um and hopefully he can be healthy and, and and moving around when he's able yeah but, i mean you know he's been my hawkeye since yeah since I'm a little guy yeah so, i mean yeah that's well i mean he's been in i mean i think about like um i completely lost it but where he's the bomb disposal um in, oh, in, in the oh, military uh yeah, um, not the green zone that one's with matt damon it is hurt locker yeah um, and that's a really good that's movie arrival um, arrival's a very good movie. Very he's, good. he's a very good actor oh yeah outside, um, you know, outside of marvel yeah he has yeah and, and, and I mean, movies. I know that he does a lot of um, different projects and things like that. And so I do, you know, obviously anybody who gets hurt and we don't need to justify why it's a bad thing for him to be hurt. Right. Sure. But, but you know, hopefully, uh, you know, he's able to get everything together and be, be all right. Mm-hmm. You know? And we'll just kind of keep our ear out for any more yeah. information. So moving on to glass onion. Yes. Uh, it's, it's a weird one. Cause there is technically a box office for it okay. to, to talk about. But it didn't get a standard release at all. It had like a week in very limited, limited. theaters. And so it made $15 million in the box office. But that wasn't really the release yeah. plan anyways. It wasn't like, oh, let's make our money at the box office. Right. I do know that Netflix bought the the rights to, I think, three or four more um, Knives Out type stories. I'm excited. Uh, for like $400 million. Oh, wow. Um, and so <laughs> Ryan Johnson and... Daniel Craig apparently like were so I I believe Daniel Craig was an executive producer on this okay uh, and so he he's a creative input in some ways yeah um, but so I'm sure they they made a pretty penny off of that deal mm-hmm. right um, but this movie particular uh, cost forty million dollars to produce so okay. as far as movies go that's a pretty cheap movie yeah I've talked about it on the podcast before I think mid range movies really need to come back because mm-hmm. that's where you're able to take your risk. Right. Um, and, and I think, you know, doing a murder mystery in, in today's like it's going to grab everyone's yeah, uh, attention. Well, and and like, I was thinking like in today's I don't want to say like cinematic climate, but you know, what I mean, like the state of movies right now. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it's something that people don't see. So it feels new, mm-hmm. but it's a tried and true story. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, especially on like TV. We know that like people love a one hour crime drama. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think that's probably copyrighted. Uh, we didn't do enough to get struck, I don't think. But if we did, I apologize, Dick Wolf. Um, that is his name. Don't giggle. Um, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I almost had it, too. Think about, get a think, about, think about like medical files, you know? Uh, it's alphabetized by last name first, first name last. Wolf Dick. And so his name is just Wolf Dick. Moving on. Anyhow. Uh, so yeah, I'm not really too pressed about, um, the box office for, for glass onion as far as like, does that make it a success or not? Right. Um, I will say that for like two weeks in a row now, it's the number one film on, on Netflix. On Netflix. So it's doing pretty well mm-hmm. as far as viewership goes. Um, I saw something that said like 80.5 million viewership hours Wow. and it's about a two hour movie. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, 40 million people watching or at least 40 million screens. It's a whole lot of screens on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the audience and the critics actually agreed and gave it a 93% each, uh, which is pretty pretty high. Yeah. Yeah, that's certified fresh, right? IMDb has it at a 7.3 out of 10, and Metacritic gave it an 81. Mm. So I think it's doing pretty well review-wise mm-hmm. as far as reception goes. Um, 
like I said, we don't have much in the way of uh, box office to talk about, so we're kind of just going to jump into uh, a synopsis. Do you yeah. have one over there? Absolutely. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Tech billionaire Miles Braun invites his friends for a getaway on his private Greek island. When someone turns up, when someone turns up dead, Detective Bo- <laughs> Benoit. Benoit. Are we say Benoit. Yeah, Benoit. Benoit. That's, <laughs> that's my my first one too. Yeah. Um, Blanc, and or he's put on the case. Yeah. Detective Blanc is put on the case. And uh, yeah, and so I've got one here that just says, "Famed Southern detective Benoit Blanc travels to Greece for his latest case." And, and yeah, because I mean, from a synopsis standpoint, the less you know about a murder mystery, the better. The better. Right. Um, the whole point is that we don't know. Right. Mm. We have to try to piece it together ourselves. Yeah. So it also will be an odd one to review. I feel like our spoiler section will be pretty vague because yeah. a lot of the like good parts, right, are like some of the stuff that you don't want to know. Right. right? Um, going into it. But uh, I did think, starting on like our spoiler-free plot thoughts, um, it does a good job of taking the structure of the, the first film, as, or, or, or taking a similar notes as like the first film, mm-hmm. where it takes the structure of a murder mystery and then kind of twists it a little bit to go like, ah, okay, you know? Yeah. Like in the, in the first one, they reveal halfway through the movie who killed the guy, mm-hmm. right? And that it's Ana de Armas' character, and we're following her, right? But then there's another layer to the mystery of, like, well, we still don't know why Benoit Blanc was hired to begin with. Right. Right? And, and so it kind of adds a tweak to the thing of, like, oh, yeah, we, we already know who did it halfway through the movie, so now what? Right? Yeah, what do we do now? And this kind of does a similar structure of, like, changing the, the, the game, I mm-hmm. think. Um, yeah. Where you're like, ah, okay, so now what? Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think it does it just as successfully mm-hmm. and without being the same trick. I see. Yeah, it hooked you pretty good, you know, fairly well. Yeah. Um, or for like keeping you yeah, b- up to speed with it. <clears throat> yeah, you know? both before and after the, yeah. the switch, you're still invested. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like I was saying, it's not the same switch. You know, it's not, oh, we know who did the killing. Mm-hmm. Right. It's another wrinkle is added that you're like, oh, that changes everything. Yeah. Right? I do think it was a pretty creative way to do it. Um, once again, I think that this one, just like I was talking about with like the, you know, the, the, there's a hole at the center of this donut hole, you know, uh, it, it does a great job of guiding the audience through the revelations mm-hmm. at the same pace as the characters have those revelations. Yes. So that you feel like you're solving it with him, mm-hmm. you know, where you're like, ah, you know, you might say the thing just before he says, he says it. i think it. i even did yeah where i was like oh it's it's that yeah you know and then he says it and you're like yes i'm smart you yeah. know what i mean <laughs> oh, it, it, damn, it rewards so you smart. right and it does make it where you're like oh okay you know it feels like a solvable mystery you mm-hmm. know um and then i just from a character standpoint i, I kind of put this in, in plot thoughts and it should have been more character and chemistry but um the caricatures that these people are, yes. I think are yes. really like really successful funny. where I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that, yep. I very knew, tasteful. Yeah. I knew who they should have been, but it didn't feel too much like though. I don't know. The, the, the main one miles is definitely supposed to be like an Elon Musk. Uh-huh. And I do feel like they kind of skewer him a little bit. I don't care. I mean, I'm not like, Oh, you know, um, you know, he can wipe his, it's like the, the Woody Harrelson, the, the Tallahassee <laughs> meme of dabbing his eyes with dollar bills. You know, I don't think Elon Musk's going to be, you know, too put off by mm-hmm. a movie kind of making fun of a character like him. Um, but you figure you've got him. Um, there's a Joe Rogan-esque uh, yeah. podcast slash, well, he's a Twitch star, mm-hmm. um, but it's that type of, of, you know, I don't know if they're don't know if they're right leaning but like they call it uh what is it men's rights he made me think of like uh, uh an andrew tate yeah no so yeah uh what do you call him dave batista uh, yeah plays yeah like you said an andrew tate i felt like <sighs> andrew tate light you know what i mean or like i mean he wasn't he wasn't fully tating it you know <laughs> but he was like a conglomeration of of that type of yeah. of person right um, focusing on men's rights. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then what does he say? Like, you know, take that feminists or feminism. <laughs> yeah, take that feminism. <laughs> and uh, the, what was it, like the breastification of the U.S. or whatever. And you're like, what is he talking about? What the fuck you are know? you going on yeah, about? What are you saying? And I love that he lives with his mom. 
<laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and then uh, Kate Hudson plays just like a dumb celebrity, mm-hmm. right? Who's like, I say what, uh, you know, I, I say what I think, and I, I tell the truth that everybody else is already thinking, but they're too afraid to, too afraid to say. You know, I say it, you know, and so they respect me for it, and it's like that that classic like. No, you sound like an idiot. Like you're, yeah. you're not saying the truth. You're saying what you think, but <laughs> right. That's not necessarily. Even Benoit has that line where he's like, you know, it's a dangerous thing to say what you think and mis- con- you know confuse that with the truth. Yeah. Right. And she's like, "Are you calling me dangerous?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, we'll see." But uh, and then like the politician who doesn't really necessarily believe any of the things that she's, you know campaigning on yeah right but it's whatever gets the votes right and i do like that there's that under undertone of like all of these people are shitty people who are loyal to money the right? money you know money 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 uh and that is definitely like an underlying theme uh, throughout uh benoit blanc man i mean he's just as charming as ever mm-hmm. <laughs> like he like daniel craig pulls off that he, really thick Southern accent. Southern accent. Yeah, and like in the 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 way he speaks, as far as like the words he uses that nobody else, you know. Yeah. You know, it, he, it, he speaks like a a, a book character. Yeah. You know. Yep. Um, but he pulls it off. I mean, he like he you know to be literally say like you know, well I never yeah yeah you know, I mean, which we always might. jokingly yeah. say yeah but uh, like he actually say it yeah yeah and um and I mean Daniel Craig he he yeah, seems he can, to have a lot of fun mm-hmm. playing the character. And I think that translates really well of, like, I have fun watching him. Right. You know? Um, Janelle Monet, uh has a pretty decent Absolutely. role in this as far as um, a lot of screen time. Mm-hmm. And I think she does a very good job. She kills it, yeah. Um, you know, because she, she kind of has more range than some of the other characters. Sure. Or, or like, she, she requires more range mm-hmm. than some of the other characters. Where a lot of the other people are playing, like I said, caricatures, you know. Right. You're going to play this type of person. Right. And they're kind of one dimensional characters on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas her character gets a little bit more more meat. Uh, and I think she does a good job with what she's given. Um, and again, we kind of have to be vague with, with those things. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> I thought for me, like that Kate Hudson, Ed Norton, um, Daniel Craig, and like I said, uh, mm-hmm. said Janelle Monet, they all were like the highlights for me. Oh, yeah. Um, Dave Batista, too. But just as far as like screen time and the way they play the characters, um, definitely, uh, definitely them. But I, I, I felt like I believed the conflicts between these characters. Yeah, they're very real. Yeah, they felt like for yes, yeah, so I, I, I don't know that I mean that they're one dimensional characters, but as far as like on the surface, for a lot of the film, they feel like I'm this type of person, yeah. right? Like we said, you know, this is a, an Andrew Tate, this is a an Elon Musk, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Um, but that's all I've got without getting into spoilers. What do you, what do you, what do you feel there? Um, as far as characters, um, Daniel Craig yeah. uh, playing Detective Blanc, um, Ben Wallblanc, Ben Wallblanc. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I love his character and just hearing him with like that Southern, like, you know, yeah. accent. I just, I love it so much, but Dude, his drip throughout the entire movie. <laughs> a lot of the characters is, are like, yeah, all of the, there's their a lot outfits, of style in the uh, movie. What's the doctor's name? The uh, the the scientist. Yeah, uh, not Leonard. Lionel. Lionel. Yeah. Lionel. Lionel had some hard drip too yeah. on the uh by the pool. Yeah. Yeah, that hat with the sunglasses. Yeah. But dude, yeah, and then like, Andy. Okay. Janelle Monae's character, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, a lot of good outfits on her. Like I even made the comment when she gets out of the car, at, at, you know, at, like her oh. real introduction, mm-hmm. and she's got her hair cut and her sunglasses and her her outfit. I was like, fuck, she's looking good. Like same you know. when she's walking to the pool, she's got like that dress on, but yeah, very like, pretty colors. Yeah, it was and, like you know, a really cool like look, a water, like a nautical look yeah. to it. And then <laughs> Daniel, Daniel yeah, Craig coming out, coming in with like the the short shorts and the mm-hmm. very like nineteen thirties swimming yeah. suit, you know, yeah, and with the stripes, so he good. kills it, yeah. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> my god, <laughs> like it was looking good, yeah. Nah, I don't know, but like, like, yeah, like you said, every outfit he wore, you're like, man, like man, he's like a good shark. looking yeah, guy, yeah, he's killing it out there. Yeah, but um, there were a few characters that I was like, was that <laughs> like Morgan was like, was that uh. 
uh, <laughs> Ethan Hawke. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, there was Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Hawke just plays a guy who like basically gives them an inoculation before they get on the boat. And then that's and it. And then that's it. Uh, and then same with, um, oh my God, I just lost his name. Hugh Grant plays, um, we, uh, what, what did we decide that it was Daniel Craig's partner? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, is that, is that Hugh Grant? Yeah. Like, why is Hugh Grant playing this yeah, bit Hugh, part? Yeah. Hugh you know? Grant tweeted and said that like, you know, yeah, it's confirmed that uh, yeah. he's Daniel Craig's partner in the yeah. movie. Yeah. He's Benoit Blanc's partner, mm-hmm. but just, yeah, just that, I mean, cause Benoit Blanc's just taking a bath yeah. and the doorbell rings and he hollers, you know, can you get that door? And just <laughs> Hugh Grant. I was like, I wasn't expecting Hugh Grant in this movie, <laughs> you know? Um, but, but yes, yeah, so I do think there's, there's a, decent cast mm-hmm. of like even the the bit parts were oh shit that's ethan hawk yeah you know just good names just yeah. you know being put in there for super you know small roles that you're not yeah. expecting but you're like hmm. <laughs> yeah all right all right cool but i mean it's just like putting don johnson in in the first one mm-hmm. you know and you got jamie lee curtis i mean shit the first one has a great cast but uh yeah i'm ready to to rate it if you are yes so how do we rate stuff around here? Of course, you can always be overwhelmed, which means you're thoroughly enjoyed with the film. It was over your expectations. You can be underwhelmed, which means I did not meet your expectations. You were kind of bummed about it. Yeah. Or you could always be right in the middle and be simply overwhelmed. Yeah. So uh, do you want to do like a one, two, three on this? Or do you think it's pretty pretty obvious what we got here? There's no reveal, I don't think, here. My unanimous decision. <laughs> we both just we say different answers, you know. <laughs> you know, I think we all know how we felt here. Underwhelmed, simply whelmed. Yeah, what? <laughs> no, overwhelmed. Yeah, overwhelmed for sure. Um, Very good movie. Yeah, I was like, he did it again. You son of a bastard. bitch. What are we doing? We're talking about Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> Maverick, you son yeah, of a bitch. Maverick, you son of a bitch. Yeah, Ryan Johnson, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, no, for reals though, just. <laughs> Kills it. It was a good movie. Um, like it's one that I'm already like. I go watch that again. Mm-hmm. Like it's very watchable. It keeps um, you pretty like guessing. Yeah. Until they reveal, because as soon as they reveal, yeah. you know, it's not necessarily the end, right, of the movie. Yeah. Um, but then you know, because it's like, okay, well, what happens next after that? after that? Yeah. So you know, kind of playing on that, but it keeps you guessing until you know, and then it's like yeah. that makes sense, you know, and they can all kind of you know, yeah, piece yeah. it together because it does a good job of. So the whole setup is that, like you said, this this billionaire who is supposed to be Elon Musk, he's Miles Miles Braun, was that what mm-hmm. it was? Um, invites his his rich wealthy friends uh, to his private island for the weekend. And there's going to have a murder mystery, right? He's going to fake his death or, you know, have a, a fake murder mystery party mm-hmm. uh, for the weekend. And Benoit Blanc gets an invite and uh, he shows up as well as Andy, who seems to be a, 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 a wrench in things. We're mm-hmm. like, oh, who's this? Yeah. You know, and basically the 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 revelation is it's not dissimilar from the first one in so far as. Benoit Blanc was not invited, Mm-mm. but he got an invitation. But yeah, he right? was there somehow. Similar to the first movie of like, Which he I, was hired. I like that. Yeah. I keep that. I think yeah. that's a, yeah, a that's, cool niche uh, yeah. that he has. Yeah. Uh, but then I love the reveal that it, that's not true. Well, right? yeah. Well, yeah. He you know? was technically. Yeah, he, he was invited by mm-hmm. <laughs> by Andy, who is actually Helen. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, that's the whole twist of the thing is... You know, why, why Why am I supposed to be here? And so the setup is that you think you're there because someone's going to kill Miles Braun, mm-hmm. right? And so you're like, oh, man, you know, anybody could be a suspect, right? They all have motives to kill him is the other thing, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. is like it's set up in a way that if someone tried to kill him, you would buy it. Yeah. Like, yeah right? a, he's got a good enough reason to. Yeah. And, and, and then it goes to a point of Dave Bautista's character gets poisoned. Yeah. And and dies, and you're like, holy fuck! And then you realize that the, the glasses were switched, and that it's it's miles, it miles all along, miles's glass that uh, you know that got poisoned. And so then, oh man, they are trying to kill Miles, mm-hmm. you know. And so everybody thinks it's Andy, and they're all running around trying to get Andy, who's his his ex business partner that he kind of fucked out of the company. And uh, she ends up getting shot and killed, right? Psych. <laughs> yeah. Turns Psych. out, turns out actually that days prior, uh, Cassandra or Andy, mm-hmm. uh, was found dead from suspected suicide and her twin sister came to Benoit Blanc 
suspecting that it was not a suicide. Right. And that one of these people tried, you know, one of these people killed her, basically, mm-hmm. that are going to be on this island. Her sister was invited. And so they devised the plan to send Andy, or send Helen, her twin sister, right? As Andy. As Andy. And Benoit Blanc will show up as well and pretend that he's been invited. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a weird wrinkle in things, right? And and so that's a neat setup of like, okay, so now what they're actually they're doing is he and her are working together to try and figure out who killed her sister, Mm -hmm. right? And, you know. So then, it kind of get to watch the movie again in in, in, in a way in a where you're seeing her perspective mm-hmm. of going around and learning more things, and you Which, see specific scenes from a different angle, and you go, "Yeah, ah, okay." And that's what I was gonna you know touch on. Is I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, where seeing something for a second time from a different set of eyes mm-hmm. makes more sense, you know, and 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 meets it up a little bit. As well, as something I do want to talk about. Speaking, I of believe like, I mean fleshes it out, <laughs> meets it up a bit, meets it up a yeah, bit. It's all meated up. Meet. <laughs> I'm gonna meet you up. Pardon. Eighty percent lean. Yeah. It's lean beef. Nah, this is ninety-three-seven. <laughs> but um, one of the things I want to talk about was the was the camera angles. Yeah, it had uh, a bunch of like that almost like eighties dramatic zoom uh-huh. up on like the face. Yeah, and yeah. I liked that a lot. And it brought like in a weird way because it it was cheesy, but it was played off really, really good well. in a way where yeah. it didn't seem cheesy. Yeah. But somehow it was kind of like that niche suspense. Yeah, yeah, and I really was a big fan of that. I liked that a lot. Yeah, the one of the uh, so in, in the setup there of when you're still under the suspicion that someone's trying to kill mm-hmm. Miles, um, and, and Miles has the revelation that oh no, my murder mystery is supposed to be going on right now. Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't address that. Benoit Blanc solves the murder mystery before it ever starts and he asks what is if there's a prize yeah <laughs> yeah he's like he's like what do you want what do you win and he's like what do you what do you mean he's like well is there a prize he's like well what do you want he's like well i don't know i just i don't know if it's like you win an ipad win an ipad or something he's like all right fine you can have an ipad if you win like, <laughs> and then later he interrupts <laughs> later him because, you know, i don't need an ipad i don't like, need an ipad i'm not I'm, that's I'm not just, what i was going to i was just you know just i didn't know it sounded like there's a prize to win <laughs> i just was wanted to know what it was and then he's like are we starting now and he's like well i mean i'm not dead yet but sure yeah we can go and then he just rattles off mm-hmm. the solution real quick and then it's like fuck and then right after he says that the you know he tells a you know uh Miles is shot by an arrow, and that's what kills him. And he's yeah. connecting all the dots to yeah. you know how it was. But right as he finishes, the, <laughs> the arrow, arrow goes, goes off. He yeah. stabs him in the chest, and, and like and the <laughs> fake blood starts spewing out. Yeah, and he's like just sitting there looking pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking duped. Yeah, and before it even started, before it's ever begun. Um, but so because of that, they're all kind of just standing around with their thumbs in their ass, mm-hmm. right? When it all starts to go down, and uh, freaking. He, he had planned on saying something dramatic, and then the lights would go out for like 20 minutes at 10 o'clock. Yeah. And so the lights go out. And I really love the sun, a lot of that cinematography of them running around the dark mansion. And because it's a big glass house, yeah, uh, there's a lighthouse. And, and so every so as often, it swipes past, you see you, the you know, shadow. There's like the light and the shadows cast. And, and you see like them being farther or closer. And... Yeah. And, and I think there's some really good cinematography in that. Mm-hmm. Um that adds a lot of suspense to yeah. it too, because you're not sure the it, distance. It almost that felt they're... a little bit horrifying mm-hmm. of like, oh, like there's a killer loose in this house with us. It gives you know? it like that slasher feel. Yeah, because then they also realize that Duke, which is is Dave Bautista's character, his gun is missing. Yeah, so someone and so someone has a gun mm-hmm. on this island that we're secluded on, and the lights just went out, yeah. right? And everybody scatters, right? And so everybody's running around this house. With a loose killer, right? Yeah. And so you're like, oh, like that's that's Terrifying. a scary feeling. Yeah. Of like, what if that's real? You know. Um, and so I thought, yeah, that was pretty successful for being like a mystery comedy mm-hmm. to then put in some pretty some convincing actual, thrill, yeah, or suspense. I lost my train of thought. We were talking about cinematography and all yeah. that, and I think yeah. that's all I had was just I thought about that shot specifically, or mm-hmm. some of those those scenes, um, <clears throat> and like even down to seeing someone wielding the gun, you know, and the way it's shot yeah. is like, here's just the hand and the mm-hmm. gun. Yeah. Aiming. They're holding the gloves. You, you know, you have no idea who yeah, it you is. You don't know who and... it is. And yeah, it feels very like a TV thriller, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in a good way. It felt referential. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, it's good stuff. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed um, it. And 
So it kept you guessing in good ways. And, you know, it wasn't like so difficult to the point where it's like you couldn't guess it. Right. And that's, like, that's the I other could thing. have a couple theories and one of them would be right. And, I'd, you know, but yeah. it wouldn't be all the way right. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'm on a trail. And, but then you'd start piecing everything together yeah. and then it made sense. And then, like I said, it all comes together at the same time mm-hmm. for, for you as well as for the character. So that as he has his Benoit Blanc, here's everything I have. Yeah. Right. And he gives the breakdown and his explanation of who did what and why. And here's how it's like, but you weren't there. So it couldn't have been her. So it was you, you know. Mm-hmm. And as he's rattling it all off, you're like, Yes, I'm with you, Benny. Like, yes. I, I understand. Um, because the whole thing was that Dave Batista was poisoned, mm-hmm. right? And it was intentional. And he mentions casually. And that's and the other very, thing that it does. It's it, very it, slick when it threw yeah. it in. Yeah, it's like, you know, because it just sounds like a toolish line that yeah. he would say, you know, of like, you know, what, what's in the thing? You know, and it's the, it's the spray that they're using to, like, inoculate them. Mm-hmm. And he's like... And I got pineapple on it. <laughs> what does he say? Uh, Duke don't dance with pineapple. Yeah, Duke doesn't dance with pineapple. <laughs> you know? And you're like, what a fucking toolish thing to say. But it's because he's allergic. Yeah, he's, he's allergic to and, it. And as he says, like, you know, I, I, I you know, as he's coming to that point of, like, it wasn't poison, yeah. you know? Yeah, it was something stupid. It was, and I was like, pineapple. It was pineapple. Yep, and then you got it right. Yeah, and I got it right, because then he was like, pineapple juice. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, oh, uh, am I smarter than everybody else? You know? Now, I will say, I did watch it before you did right. once, yeah. and I had two theories. Yeah. And my first theory was right, way wrong, and like that was my initial theory that I right. went with, where I was like, oh, it's it's, it's this guy, here's why. It? Um, it was Lionel, who okay. I thought, because he was in that conference with all the other scientists, and they were telling him, like, right, yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you need to stop. Yeah. Right? And then throughout this whole thing... You know, maybe he's just like, fuck it, I've had it, you know, I'm done. Right, right, right. But also, like, some of the looks that he gave as well as, like, yeah. uh, he, they talking. All, and, and that's the other thing that it does well is, like, throughout, like, any of them could have yeah, been. Yeah, everyone seems sketch. Yeah. But, like, just what really sold it for me is, like, since he was the scientist behind it, he knew, like, right. this is awful, you know, this yeah. is going to fucking kill everybody. Yeah. So that's why logic behind it. But then I was way off, and I was like, woof, big yeah. old fat swing and a miss. What was your second theory? That it was Miles. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah. I pieced it together to yeah. him. Because, like I said, I thought that maybe it was Duke mm-hmm. at the behest of 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 Miles, because it felt like they had the most subservient relationship of, like, that Duke was his... His, his his boy, you yeah. know, like yeah. you know, he was his fetch boy, right? Um, down to the point, down to the point of like, Duke just lets him fuck around with his girlfriend, yeah, uh, to hopefully get somewhere with him. You know what I mean? So like, ooh, it's some like, what does he call it? What does Benoit Bont call it? Like transactional cuckolding? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you're like, Ugh. oh, not cuckolding, but he doesn't know about that. Yeah, why would Benny Blanc know about cuckolding? But <clears throat> no, he says that to Mile or Mile says that to Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't know about that. He's like, mm. he knows. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's basically like we all He knows do. everything. I mean, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and so I, I I wouldn't have been surprised if Duke did it just as like an attaboy, mm-hmm. right? You know? Which then would make sense why he knocked him off for me. Was like, okay, and then Miles killed Duke because he he wanted him. Oh, he he knows too much. Yeah. Right, I gotta get gotta get rid of him. And I was kind of close on that. In that, Miles killed Duke, but he also killed Andy mm-hmm. uh, because Duke saw him leaving Andy's house. Right. So I felt pretty good that I was like, I was in the ballpark. Small. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, good stuff. Got to watch it because uh, you know we're not gonna do it justice because it is written very very well. Yeah. Of like, you know, we're going okay. They're just listening out a mess but when it's all played out in in, in time in front of you it's almost like when you're given what are those like those pieces of paper mm-hmm. and all have like a maze on it yeah right and you're looking at it right and you're, you're thinking of what it is and then you have another piece of paper you can put on it and it yeah. shows like the actual so you, outline yeah and you're like i felt like that's how the movie was is how it's directed like we got that first paper we got to look at it you know yeah. as a whole and then they put that other piece of paper on it, and you're like, and it shows, it shows the way the actual, yeah, and you're like, you know, like the different perspective, and it's yeah. like, okay, that makes that, a lot of sense. It was very satisfying of, in that way. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it does. I mean, there's, there is nothing better than that. Like I think about the, like I said, with the first movie of like, you know, when he's having his Mm -hmm. telling you the, the revelations, you're like, Oh God, tell me, tell me what it is. You know, you're on the edge of your seat. Um, (laughs) And it does. And then it has a very satisfying conclusion of um, basically you find out that all of these people lied in court Mm -hmm. um, and made Andy look like a liar. And that's part of why her sister's mad at all these people. And she shit finds heads, the evidence. She, call she calls them shitheads, yeah. And she finds the evidence that, like, corroborates her sister's statement, right? Mm-hmm. And that they all knew was true, right? Um, and fucking Miles burns it up, you know? And I did like the the, the revelation that, like, Miles is, a, is an idiot. Yeah. Like, he's stupid. And he just happens to sometimes have good ideas. But, you know, it's like the broken clock, yeah. right? And, and his, twice, his, his right. best ideas weren't his Mm-mm. right he stole the company from andy and and <clears throat> all these people are what do they say suckling at his gold teats or <laughs> holding on to his gold tits yeah uh, and that's kind of what what comes to pass again is that they're all willing to lie again that like no we don't we, we don't know Mm-mm. what happened here right and they're all going to stand up for him and so it's that whole thing of like it's your word against mine and all of these people who I can pay to say whatever I want. Yeah. And it's like that power of money. And even Benoit Blanc is like, unfortunately, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not the, the law and order, right? I'm the detective and I can present a case, but without evidence. He even says in the beginning, he goes, I'm not Batman. Yeah, I'm not Batman. I'm not going to go in and beat up the bad guy and catch him. Like, Mm-mm. I can just build a case and present it to, to the courts, mm-hmm. right? And then. That's where my jurisdiction ends. Yeah. And he runs up against, there's no physical evidence. There's just a really good detective story, mm-hmm. right? And so she goes on a rampage of just knocking shit over, destroying the house, and then lighting the house on fire because it's all being powered by this experimental mm-hmm. uh, hydrogen-based fuel that's supposed to be like zero carbon emissions, right, and all that, but potentially incredibly dangerous because hydrogen is highly flammable. flammable. Um, and... That's what happens. She she blows up the whole house and in the process ruins his reputation because she burns the Mona Lisa. Yep. He he bought the full actual Mona Lisa from the Louvre. He was uh, loaning it from them because they needed money. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, your yeah. museums are closed, yeah. so you're not showing anyone the Mona Lisa. Let me yeah. hold on to it yeah. and I'll give you X, I'll give amount, you of money. X amount of money for it. Um, <clears throat> and he had this whole thing throughout that like he wanted his name to be in the same breath as the Mona Lisa, right? Like, that's what he wanted his his level of recognition to be, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, she even tells him, like, there you go. Like, yeah. you got what you wanted. You're the guy your, who... Your, your, your fuel that you're trying to push just burned up the Mona Lisa. Like, easily the most recognizable painting in, mm-hmm. in, in the world. Uh, you got what you wanted, right? And there goes your brand, right? Miles Braun is basically going to be done. Good as dirt. And uh, all of the people that are under his thumb because he owes he owns them basically no longer no has longer money. have yeah he doesn't have money now he has no worth so he's worthless to them mm-hmm. and now they're all going to turn on him and I did like that that doesn't make them good people you mm-hmm. know what I mean like they weren't doing the right thing no they were acting out of like like petty malice right you don't own us so fuck you yeah um, you know. And she still gets to walk away. Uh, Helen does mm-hmm. as like the the superior, like the you hero. know, yeah, and, and like taking the the true high road, yeah, and and let them all squabble down in the dumps, mm-hmm. right, and eat each other up, eat each other alive over over she money. She puts herself above that, yeah. And uh, I did like that. That like yeah, they all end up tearing each other apart, basically. Money <sighs> can corrupt yeah. you. Well, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But no, very good movie. Um, it def- it definitely lived up to my my expectations of the first one. Yeah, right. You just blind yourself there. Yeah. <laughs> Turned on his iPad and just. But uh, any more thoughts there, Chris? No, no, no. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. But everything that you said that we just kind of bantered off is yeah. My thoughts to it. Um, I'm excited for the next one that's going to come out. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I'm excited to start hearing about like. The cast, you know oh. what I mean? Like, that's always my favorite part. I did want to say, yeah, something I noticed watching it again in the first, you know, uh, for the second time now, yeah. 
is in the scene where it shows Miles swipping, sw- switching uh, drinks. Drinks. Mm-hmm. It is. In the first original scene, it is you see him hand him that drink specifically. Is it? And then in the second time, you know, when it shows. When he's like, oh, he's no, he picked up it, the, my it, drink. He it, sets it down and Duke takes so it up. So he does legitimately hand it to him? Mm-hmm. He does actually hand it to him. I did notice that the second time watching it. And see, I like that because that mm-hmm. is kind of nice of like. It's the small details. Yeah, where. You know, because that that I could see that being a, a nagging point of like, well, it it only is solvable with a scene that you show us at the end, right? But if it legitimately was that way, mm-hmm. then you know, and, you and I do like you that guys remember it this it, way. It played on that that like characteristic of his of like doing something stupid, but using his charm or his charisma mm-hmm. to just convince you that it's a good thing oh, or yeah. right, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, oh, no, we switched drinks, you know what I mean? And and they all just went with it, right? Even though they saw him hand him yeah. the drink. And once Ben points that out, they're all like, yeah, wait a minute. You yeah. did hand him his drink, oh, you fuck. know? Um, and so, yeah, that yeah, good good, good catch. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the same experience with the movie Get Out. Okay. Where um, after you know what the premise is mm-hmm. and you watch it a second time, you're like, oh, oh. So, like, at the beginning of, of Get Out, when they're driving to see her parents, and they get pulled over, and the officer wants to see his ID, uh-huh. and she won't let him, won't let Chris show his ID, it's not because she's, like, being social justice, right? It's because she doesn't want, like, a cop to have his ID and, like, place him there, mm. right? Because he's about to be a missing person. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, oh, that's an yeah, interesting thing yeah. there. And then there's a little Easter egg that I love in that movie of you hear on the TVs, uh, actually Jordan Peele's voice say that the mind is a terrible thing to waste. And uh, yeah, the whole thing is about putting <laughs> putting your mind in another person's body. Yeah. But that's a good ass movie. It is. We'll have to watch that one again. <sighs> yeah. So you got a, what have you been thinking about, Chris? Actually, I think what you meant to say is welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Chris. That's right. So, actually, I thought of this cryptid a couple weeks ago. I, oh, yeah? Last week, okay. actually, because I was gonna, we're gonna, I was had one ready for the episode, and then I realized oh, yeah, that, that we did a mini episode. Yeah. So I was like, air well, quotes. Shit. It ended up being a full length episode. Right. And so I was like, well, I'll just keep it, and I'll kind of keep poking at it a little bit, finding more information until you know, for whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? If you know what I mean. Do you remember the show Courage the Cowardly Dog? Yeah. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. It's not a cryptid, but it's just fucking creepy. <laughs> you know what my cryptid is? A Cartoon Network show. Bingo, yeah. But you know you. what makes that show creepy? Hmm. Or why it's creepy? It's because it's told from the perspective of the dog. I mean, I guess, but like, even like some of the ones I have pulled up, like, they're scary. Oh, yeah, no, like the... Like, I mean, Courage the Cowardly the Dog. Slab. Yeah, but, yeah, I have... King Rams yeah. is on King, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of them. Yeah. yeah. But, like, literally, they're, they're from this town called Nowhere. Right. Like, and that, like, that to me was one of the spookiest things as a kid watching that. Is like, it is just this house and... Right, but I nothing. think that's the dog's perspective, right? Sure. But it's still creepy. Yeah, right? sure. Which it's is why scary. it's scary to the right. dog, you know? Uh, but this first one that I wanted to talk about was uh, Freaky Fred. Do you remember? Is that the the dentist or the, the barber? Hair? The barber, yeah. The yeah, barber. Yeah. And did you know, like, I mean, it's been forever, right, since I've seen it. But, like, looking back, reading the lore behind it, I'm like, uh-huh. this is fucking like, scary. Why did we watch this as kids? Oh, yeah. Let me see here. <laughs> Miriam and Hustis, right? What? Miriam and Hustis, wasn't that the... Yeah. His, his yeah. owners? Mm-hmm. Um... Stupid dog! Okay. So the the whole thing uh, that kind of revolves around this is people say that Fred was um, not schizophrenic, but, like, mentally insane. Okay. And, like, <clears throat> it does pick up on it, and you can hear out. Yeah. But here it says... Uh, Fred first realized his compulsion when he was given a hamster as a pet, and he cut all of its fur off. Yeah. Later in life, he fell in love with a girl named Barbara, who had a, quote-unquote, a mane that was untamed. So just yeah, messy yeah, hair. Yeah, she had messy hair. Sure. Uh, they, they had held a steady relationship until one night he shaved her head, causing her to end the relationship. 
After that, he vowed to control his addiction. However, the arrival of a long-bearded man into his barbershop was an irresistible temptation for him uh, as he, too, was shaven. Yeah. Fred was then committed... Friend was then committed to uh, the home for Freaky Barber's mental institution during his vacation time. He chose to... Now, is all of this in that episode? Yeah, they talk about this. Yeah. Um, During his vacation time, he chose to visit his aunt uh, and her husband, uh, which is uh, Muriel and... um, Eustace. Eustace. Yeah. So her name's Muriel. 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 Is it Muriel? Is it M-U-R-I-E-L? Muriel. Muriel. Yeah. Yeah. Muriel! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, during his stay, he was locked in the bathroom with courage and slowly trimmed yeah. his hair until nothing but a patch of fur on his tail was a uh, remain that had a message that said "With love, Fred." Fred. Yeah. Um, the asylum police arrived and took him away. As Fred looked back in the farmhouse with a freaky smile while saying his goodbyes through his thoughts, um, Fred got taken away in a white van that started um, to piece together his day with courage and the memories of shaving his fur. Yeah. But, like, I remember, like, watching that. Well, I mean, like, yeah, you figure all you had to say was Freaky Fred, and I was like, I thought Dennis at first, because he has really big teeth, doesn't he? Yeah, like, that's his whole thing, and here I have it pulled up. Got a picture of him? Of yeah. His feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, one of the other things is, like, the still images that they had, like, yeah. the, just of, like, the details on yeah, them. The like, like, well, Spongebob does the same stuff. Yeah. Well, the, of, like, creepily. Do they still do it? I don't know. But they like, did. Mm-hmm. Like, the creepily up close. Yeah. Like very like detailed, like you detail, can see the like, pores, yeah. and it's just very gross. But like, that was one of them. And then the other one I did want to talk about, just because I I yeah. had to boil it down to two. Yeah, I was was Ramsey's. Had to talk about it was Ramsey's. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you figure you said Courage the Cowardly Dog being creepy, and I was like, bring us the yeah, slab, bring, yeah, bring back the slab. Um, Ramsey's is a ghost of a pharaoh whose tomb is disturbed when two criminals looted a, a stone tablet. He first confronts the two grave robbers who hid the slab next to the uh, Houston and Muriel's house. Yeah. Uh, Muriel's house yeah. uh, next to their water pump. Right. Uh, sending a swarm of locusts to, de- yeah. to devour them. When Courage finds the relic, Eustace is initially uninterested, but immediately clings to the slab when he realizes mm-hmm. that's worth a million dollars. Research tells Eustace uh, that he has come for the return of the stolen slab, but he declines yeah. and shuts the door when he offers no money. Yeah. <laughs> the same night, Eustace is now obsessed with this uh, future fortune, babbles about what he'll buy with the, the million of dollars. Is that the episode when the house floods? Yeah. But so, like, what's on the slab is the locust, the flood, mm-hmm. and then the other one was the uh, the plague, I think. Yeah, where, like, they all get sick. Yeah, and they all get sick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but like this was the their first episode where they used CGI. Oh, okay. And you know, yeah, because like, their I, show, I, like, but yeah, because he's the, standing out in the, the distance and he, yeah. swinging off of him and stuff. Well, or those not, are his hands. But the, yeah, his, his hands, hands you know, swinging off. He's got real lanky arms. Yeah, like flapping yeah, in the wind up, almost. Bring back the slab. And then like he's just is like nah. And he's like no. Oh come on. <laughs> yeah. But, like, still, like, as a kid, I remember turning it off. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I, of course, you know, I turned it back on. <laughs> Better settle that down. Right, yeah. But I ended up turning what, it what back. What am I having to settle down? Oh, I thought your Siri thing was going off. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. My, my mm-hmm. watch was vibrated at me. But these two were just scary as fuck. And, like, yeah. just thinking back on it. I remember I talked about it with, like, a coworker, like, I mean, forever ago. And then, like, I thought of it and I was like, oh, that would be, like, good to talk about. Like, that's, yeah. you know creepy and how like that affected us you know just as kids yeah, yeah, you know yeah. supposedly but uh you know but still like yeah that didn't number on me as a kid mm-hmm. like looking back at i'm like <laughs> like a lot of those just like what was it uh another one's like um flapjack yeah it's like again just the still like close-ups yeah. of them is just like that's so ooh. weird <laughs> yeah like to put in a kid's show but did you ever see uh it's so like I loved creepy pasta. We should do an episode about creepy pastas. Yes, I have uh, my favorite creepy pasta. Which one? What is it? It's the uh, uh, Russian sleep experiment. Oh, okay, that one's such a good. One. Well, I don't know, man. There's so many good ones out there. Yeah, but there was one that that really messed me up as a kid. Like I say, a kid, but like you know, I was old enough to be online, but right. young enough to be like really creeped out by mm-hmm. like you know just scary stories, right? And the ones that always get me are the ones with like videos. Of creepy pasta. Oh yeah. So like Squidward Suicide. Did you ever see that? No. Yeah, you gotta 
we gotta pull that up. That's the one I've always seen memes about, but like, I missed. Yeah, and so like, I don't know if it still is actually genuinely creepy, or if it was just as a kid it would creep me out. You know what I mean? What was it about? Um, uh, I just like a rundown. So I I think it was basically like uh, somebody that worked at Nickelodeon was telling this story online, like, hey, I gotta tell you guys about this episode that got like turned away or turned down. Uh-huh. But that basically like the premise was like, oh yeah, they're going to screen this episode of, of SpongeBob and like it, they're bullying Sponge. It starts off as like a normal, normal episode. Right. And then uh-huh. like they're bullying Squidward really bad about like a painting or something. And, and it just turns into like a hard cut to like Squidward just staring into the, the camera essentially sitting on the edge of his bed for like too long. Oh, uh, and then like, he he starts to he starts to <laughs> sob starts to sob into his hands for a while and then stops again and looks up and his eyes are real bloodshot and he's just standing there and then he literally like uses a shotgun <laughs> just offs himself uh, and they were all like what the fuck is this like you know uh, and uh, and yeah I mean there was more to it I'm sure but like there was a video of it that somebody had made and it was supposed to be like this is the footage that I found and stole right you know uh-huh. what I mean. And, uh, and yeah, I remember like watching it as a kid and like not being able to watch it all because I was like, this is just too creepy. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and so I would like to watch that one again and like, or you know, find that one again and mm-hmm. be like, is it still creepy? Did Nickelodeon ever come out and say anything about it? No, oh, I'm, I'm sure they did, or it wasn't big enough for them to even, you know, wasn't yeah. on their radar, yeah. you know? Uh, and then there was another one called Ben Drowned that we'll have to look into because mm-hmm. that one's pretty creepy. It's like a, a, a basically a cursed Majora's Mask. There's uh, one cartridge. Uh, But it's basically like, it's this jack in a box. Uh-huh. But like when it pops, it's a genie. Okay. Right. But it's like this cursed genie from like yeah. somewhere in the states. Yeah. But like the the rumor is is it it eats people. Okay. Right. Somehow and um, it has just like this long connection of like who it's been passed down to. Who's owned it? Yeah. And like all of them have just gone missing. They just disappeared. Yeah. yeah. They, they can't be found. They think it relates back to this box. So, and they said like, it's gone. They, yeah. they don't know where it's at. Yeah. So. Someone's going to find it. Dude, yeah. I swear to God, if I get a jack in a box, I'm just, I'm not even yeah. touching it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fucking get a stick and poke it there off my porch. There was a really good, um, I say really good. I only watched like the first season of it and it was pretty all right, mm-hmm. but a good premise for a TV show on sci-fi called Channel Zero. Okay. And it was an, an anthology show similar to like an American Horror Story or something like uh-huh. that where each season's a different story. Um, but it was each season was a different creepypasta. And I, I really like that, that idea. I really like that idea. And I wish somebody would pick either that show back up mm-hmm. or just that premise. Yeah. Right. Channel um, Zero is a good name for it, too. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's catchy. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's all I had about that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I didn't mean to. No, 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 no. I mean, we we're just shooting back yeah. and forth. Shooting to shit, as the kids say. <laughs> but uh, that's about all I got for uh, my uh, cryptic corner. What you been thinking about, Colin? Oh shit! I didn't write down what I've been thinking about, but I'll tell you what I've been thinking about. Uh, two things. Mm. Inflation. No. Bingo. Um, I'm concerned now. Um, the <laughs> freaking uh, Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer that we played too long last yeah. night. Yeah. Like, we played from, oh, about 11 o'clock. 10.45, I mean. Yeah, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, until about 5 in the morning. Yeah. Hard. And, like, when <laughs> we stopped, I was like, oh, I thought it was, like, 2. Yeah. Like, I thought we just played a couple hours, and we... No, I knew that. It. I knew that it was 5 in the morning. Because, like, I'd kind of kept an eye on the time, where I just periodically look at my watch mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was like, oh, we're really playing, you know? And I wasn't going to... Well, because that's the I'm thing. I'm gonna I'm stop a, you because you I'm do big, not do that. I, I'm a big baby. Yeah, yeah. When it comes You're to a, sleep, I'm a. It's getting pretty late, and it's like one thirty, and mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, you know. Yeah. And like, no, you were big dogging it, man. You you played until damn near sunrise. You know, I was the one that was trying to keep us. Yeah, like, you one wanted, more game. One I was more like, game. We need to go to bed. And I was like, nah, let's just keep it going. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing I've been thinking about is, uh, like. New Vegas mm-hmm. slash mm-hmm. Outer mm-hmm. Worlds. I've just been craving that type of game. And like, I, I haven't finished Outer Worlds and I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then also we last year, the year prior, we found like a new Vegas multiplayer mod. Yeah, we started hopping into that. Yeah, and I'd like us to maybe try and get that working again because mm-hmm. I really enjoy New Vegas. It's it's still my favorite Fallout game. Yeah. Um, but it does definitely show its age. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's a game from 2011. You know. Yeah, we're gonna see 2011 graphics. <laughs> yeah, and and just the the gameplay even or like the gunplay and mm-hmm. things like that feels kind of old. Um, <clears throat> But I just, I love that that game so much. Yeah. And the Outer Worlds really has some of that. I'm telling you, like, a fan just needs to come out and remaster it. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised that's not a thing yet. Well, so I'm sure, I think there's a Fallout 4 mod in the works called... Um, New Vegas. Like New Vegas something, yeah. Um, but yeah, where they're trying to just, make. to just make Fallout New Vegas in Fallout 4. Um, and I'd be in that. I'd be in that hard. Um, But then also, I mean, now that Microsoft owns Bethesda from like a creativity standpoint, Mm -hmm. and I believe that Microsoft owns Obsidian Uh as well, they can basically say, yeah, you know what everybody wants? Fallout New Vegas 2. Yeah. Make it. Make it happen. Yeah. Right. I would have to be in that. Hard. Like. No rubber. mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. Gotcha, good on that one. Not, not one in sight, you know. <laughs> but uh, what uh, what you been thinking about? I uh, think a couple things. One, yeah, that goes to Shima. We've been fucking on it hard. Yeah. Um, two, I got an iPad. Yeah, you did. And I wanted to talk about it a little bit. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, Apple. But if you want to sponsor me, hook me up. You can definitely let me know. Yeah, we've got a few um, a few sponsors that we're willing to take right yeah, now. So uh, Bath and Body Works. He'll take Apple and Lacroix. Lacroix. I've been drinking the fuck out of Lacroix Bingo. and smelling the fuck out of Bath and Body Works candles like yep since day one. Yep. You know, so um, no, but yeah. So I got this iPad and I'm kind of utilizing it strictly for the podcast. Yeah. Um, but like, so I made sure like. All of our socials are on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of went on, started, you know, touching up a lot of our Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be getting into our Facebook, but I started touching up on, like, our Instagram. Um, so just expect to see a lot more uh, quality time going into Hopefully, that. Yeah, yeah, more activity. You know, posting more just besides, like... The weekly, like, hey, yeah, here's a new episode. Right. So it's just interacting more on social yeah. media. Um, so I'm kind of dedicating this to more of that, which I'm very excited for. So yeah. I'm going to finish... Doing all that, but no, I'm I'm a little geeked about it. Yeah. Um, but then I've been playing the fuck out of Pokemon. Have you? Pokemon uh, Violet. Yeah. I'm still trying to finish. I thought it was farther than I was, but I haven't played it in a long time. So, um, I'm finishing up on that, and then, I mean, dude, Sons of the Forest comes out really soon in a yeah. month. Yeah. In a mo- next month, they come out. It comes out, dude. Yeah. I gotta take a vacation. I got I I tomorrow. Do I'm not on let vacation me the week it comes out, so I'll play it before you really. Because you tried and you got denied. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not denied for March. I'm gonna try to take a vacation in March so I can play the Sons of the Forest and I can play the day before. No. Yes, because we talked about if no. the day before blows ass, I can just grind Fall back on the forest. The yep. forest. Yep. And unfortunately, my vacation is pulling double duty. Uh, and I can't move it. So mm, yeah, yeah, I was pretty bummed when I wasn't able to get that. But yeah, that's life. <laughs> not all you got. Um, that you've been thinking about. I'm not expecting you to have more. I just don't want to cut you off. No, work's finally going back to normal. That's you good. Know, as uh, the holidays are wrapping up. Yeah, we kind of go- we're going back to normal hours. So that'll be fun. That'll be good. Yeah, so I'll, I get to sleep in an extra hour as well as I leave in an hour earlier. Yeah. So like um. So pumped I can kind of finally have a social life back. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, you can have a life outside of that job. Oh, speaking of, this is New Year. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? How are you going to do me like that? <laughs> Wait, if you don't, then Yeah, I don't want to be a big fat fuck anymore, all right? What's what? yours? <laughs> just, a guy just asked you if you had one. <laughs> These are like a hopeful thing, like something yeah. that you like to talk about. I hope I don't die of a heart attack by 40. How about that? What's yours? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I hope I avoid type 2 diabetes. How about you? I 
I want to travel more this year. <laughs> like I do. I want to see more. Womp womp. Yeah, no. No, I mean, yeah, probably. I, I do need to lose weight. Hitting the gym, getting swole. No. I'll just try and trim down first. I don't know, man. I, it just cuts to you. You know, I'm sorry. I can't be your man. man I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. She's your a fucking, fucking fan. fan. <laughs> Hitting the gritty. <laughs> I'm just jacked. Oh, oh. man. Uh, again, we want to thank you guys so much for your attention and support. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys enjoy this episode, be sure to give it a great review, and you know, like and follow us. Subscribe on uh, uh, what what all we got there: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to the podcast, whatever their version of of following us is, so you get notified mm-hmm. when we post our episodes. Um, obviously, word of mouth can be a big, oh, uh, yeah. big, 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 big oh, bonus yeah. right now. So make sure that you're sharing us on social media and Absolutely. telling people you know tell one friend right mm-hmm. when they ask you well what'd you do over the holidays i listened to the simply Womped podcast that's right we gotta do something about we make a book or something about the good word <laughs> just a the manifesto bu- maybe the bible too <laughs> the bible too the bible too electric boogaloo you know? <laughs> <laughs> The Bible too. Here we go again. You know. <laughs> oh shit! Here we go again. <laughs> what is it like, Sister Act Two? Back in the habit. You know. <laughs> the Bible to rehab. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh man. Uh, well, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't remember all my stuff, but basically. You know the drill. Like, like us, yeah. enjoy us, share yeah. us. Yep. Uh, Chris, if people want to get in touch with us and uh, you know give us some feedback, yeah, some fan mail, some hate mail. Yes, absolutely. So you can always take a look at us on our Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and our subreddit as well that we have. Yeah. At Simply Womb Podcast, you can always take a look. Our Twitter handle is Womb underscore Simply, and then finally, you can always you know send us a, a good email, send us some hate mail, leak our IP address. Uh-huh. Um, Send an offering. Call names. Yeah, call calling names. Uh, send in an offering of for the disciple of the good word. Um, Brother Colin and I will be hosting Brother that <laughs> weekly. Uh, but at simplywhelmedmailbag at gmail.com. That's correct. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about uh, like our, some of our, uh, how do you want to phrase that? Like most excited Things that we're most excited for in 2023 as mm-hmm. far as projects, whether it be movies, video games, TV shows, comic books. <laughs> I think we're, we all know where a lot of mine are going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was, um, but, you know, because there's stuff that I would like to look at what's coming out in 2023 and go, oh, I didn't know that that was coming out next year or this year, right. you know, and then be like, yo, you know, uh, and I think it's a good opportunity for us to potentially look at stuff that isn't ant-man and the wasp you know what I mean? or, in our realm yeah or isn't the day before you know something we already know you're looking forward to and then it turns into oh actually i'm also looking forward to this right uh and then the week after that is the premiere of hbo's the last of us series which i'm very excited for. i am too and so we'll definitely do an episode about the premiere um just kind of give our our initial thoughts you know i would almost like to record on sunday like it's that way like our we're fresh off the you know Here's our thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm totally down for that. Yeah. But I don't know. That's all I got. That's, that's, that's the end of the show, Chris. Tell everybody bye. I'll see y'all later. Those, <laughs> those. <laughs> yeah, you were not expecting no, that. Was not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get that off that iPad, boy. I'll take that away from you. I bought it. <laughs>